one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. It's Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. A big surprise from Dustin Lynch. New music from Brent Cobb and an interview with Hastings. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of September 25th, 2023. To kick off the hottest in country music this week, this past weekend, the All Country News team was at Beach Life Ranch Festival in Redondo, California. And it was so much fun. The entire festival takes place on the beach. The food and drinks were delicious. And most importantly, the music was incredible all weekend long, with acts ranging from Winona Judd to Cody Jinks and Brad Paisley. We highly recommend this music festival to anyone in the Southern California area who loves country music. There's plenty of room for singing and dancing, so invite your friends and families out next year to Redondo, California for Beach Life Ranch Festival. You can get an inside scoop and see videos from this past weekend's event by going to allcountrynews.com. Thank you so much to our friends at Beach Life Ranch Festival for having us. We can't wait until next year. Congratulations are in order for Thomas Rhett, who just racked up his 21st career number one with his latest single, Angels Don't Always Have Wings. And I absolutely love this song. I adore this man. He's had such an incredible career already, and he's still so young, so I can only imagine what he has for us coming the next few years. Sending him a huge congratulations. I have some super exciting touring news for you, kicking things off with Dustin Lynch, who just announced his 18th stop Killed the Cowboy Tour for 2024. Tickets for that go on sale this Friday, so make sure you plan accordingly because you're not going to want to miss out on this one. Up next in the touring news, we have Kane Brown, who will be hitting the road for a 31 date in the air tour in 2024, and he is bringing some serious opening acts with him, including Cole Swindell, John Party, Tyler Hubbard, the list goes on and on. This tour is going to be a huge party, so again, make sure you map that out because you're not going to miss out on it. Tickets go on sale this Thursday, September 28th at 10 a.m. local arena time. This next touring announcement also is for all of my holiday lovers. Brett Eldridge announced he's bringing back his Glow Live tour this holiday season, and it's going to be extremely limited. So for those of you who want to get in the festive spirit and are also a huge fan of Brett, make sure you sign up to get tickets ASAP because there's no way this will not sell out. I've got quite a few heartwarming pieces of news for you, so let's kick that off. First up, we have Chase McDaniel, who made the most beautiful tribute to his daughters with his song, Your Daughter, and this one will have you all in your feels. Like, you're going to need a Kleenex with this one. There's no way you make it through without at least getting a little teary. Next up, we have Jelly Roll, who I feel like is literally on the podcast every single week 
with a heartwarming moment and I am absolutely here for it. This time he brought the cutest little girl up on stage and it was because he saw her out in the crowd with a sign but what made her stand apart was she had face tattoos on just like he did. Now don't worry these are the kind that wash off but it was the sweetest thing ever. You can check that footage out now up on allcountrynews.com. And the last heartwarming moment I have for you this week is Luke Combs, who shared tender moments with his son Tex up on his Instagram page. And not only was that the cutest thing ever, but then he captioned it with lyrics of the song that he wrote for his son called I'll Take You With Me. No tears left in these eyes because this one really got me so sweet. And you probably thought that all the news on Jelly Roll was over, but it's not because I have another exciting piece of news for you about him. And this time it involves one of my favorite girls, Miss Lainey Wilson. She recently surprised fans at his Austin show for a powerful performance of Save Me. You're not going to want to miss out on this, so make sure you head to our site now to watch it. It is a can't miss. This next piece of news totally floored me. Did you know that Megan Maroney's Tennessee Orange was almost not recorded? I can't because I cannot imagine a world without her. And that is the song that we all know kicked it off for her. And I just absolutely adore her. Make sure you head to allcountrynews.com to hear the full story. Let's get to some new music this week. First up, have to kick things off with one of my personal faves, Mr. Brent Cobb, who just released his album, Southern Star, and it is absolute perfection. I was lucky enough to get to see him front row live on Marin Morse's Humble Quest tour, and I was absolutely blown away by him. He is an absolute star and he's already a legend, but for a lot of people who only listen to very like mainstream country, you might not have heard of him yet, but you are going to be now. This album is stellar top to bottom. Make sure you check it out. Zach Bryan dropped a surprise EP, Boys of Faith, which features Noah Khan and Bon Iver. And honestly, I need more artists to drop surprise anything because it is literally the most exhilarating thing ever. And this EP is insane. I mean, anything that includes him, Noah Khan, and Bon Iver, like that was automatically going to be a home run. And this is just so, so special. Another must listen for the week. This next release is just too good not to share. Shenandoah teamed up with Luke Combs for a new version of Two Dozen Roses. And hot damn, it's good. It is definitely a fave for me for the week. Cody Johnson released two new tracks off his latest project, Leather, which is due out November 3rd. The first track is called Work Boots, and this song is like true country through and through. Like it'll be played at every country music bar um, and really just like anywhere in the South, I would imagine, because this song is a total vibe. And, you know, it's all about taking those chances. You know, if you see someone that you like, you need to like actually get up and go put the work in and talk to them. 
And then the second track he released is called Watching My Old Flame Go Out. And I love the title of this. I think it's so clever and it'll definitely tug at your heartstrings. It's all about an old flame moving on. And I think that's something a lot of us can relate to. Another two tracks you have to check out this week. Colby Cooper released his new track, Hello From The Road. And it is the classic tale of being an artist and love being out on the road, but missing home and that special someone back there. I love the way this song is put together. The arrangement is really cool. It has a really interesting sound to it. And I cannot stress enough how much you also need to listen to this one. Rising country artist Lara Brenna brings the heat in her new anthem called Certified and lyrically it is giving me total like Carrie Underwood, Miranda Lambert, scorned woman kind of vibes and I am absolutely here for it. Zach McPhee released his new EP Feels Country to Me and this one is so great. If I had to pick two tracks off of it, I really love You and I. It is so like smooth and tender and just such a great song. And I also love Remind Me Again. Make sure you check it out. Parmalee released their latest album titled For You Too. And I am absolutely obsessed with this track called Forget You. It features an incredible upcoming female country artist. Her name is Avery Anna. So not only should you listen to this song, but also check her catalog out too. Carver Lewis released his new track, Damn Good Time. And not to be like too punny, but it literally is a damn good time listening to this. It's definitely reminding me of like, kind of more earlier 2000, like kind of 10 kind of country music. So if that is your vibe, definitely check this one out. I love talking about this next artist because we share the same last name. To my knowledge, we're not related, but I wish we were. Her name is Peyton Porter, and she just released her new single, Speaking of Georgia. And this one is all about being on the road and missing home, but specifically Georgia and maybe even a special someone back there. She has such a beautiful voice. This song is just literally smooth as butter vocals wise. So if that is your vibe, which I know is mine, make sure you check it out. Kimberly Perry released her upbeat cautionary tale in her new track, Fool's Gold. And everything Kimberly puts out is pun absolutely intended, absolute gold. She is just so incredible, and I absolutely love this song. Another must-listen for the week. Country jam band Southall released their debut project. It's self-titled, and it is absolutely beautiful. I am absolutely loving Short and Sweet, but make sure you check every track out. Country Music has another rising star in Matt Schuster, who just released his new track, Tell Me Tennessee. And this one is super fun. It's all about following your dreams, and I am living for it. You can listen to all the new music out this month on our All Country News Spotify playlist. Next, we need to talk about our video of the week. Video of the week. 
This week's video is Tennille Arts, Jealous of Myself, featuring the incredible Leanne Rhymes. This whole video is like something out of a fairy tale book. First of all, the fact that these two have this song together literally had me on the floor when it was announced. If you know me at all, you know I am a huge Tennille Arts fan, but also Leanne Rhymes is one of the artists who got me in to country music when I was younger. In fact, I even sang one of her songs at a competition back in middle school, so she will always hold a place in my heart. But this video is pure magic. I don't want to go into any more detail. You just need to check it out. You can watch that up on allcountrynews.com or anywhere you follow us on social media. And now I'll throw it over to Backstage Bobby with the incredible artist, Hasting. Talk to me about growing up in Ohio. We're both Midwesterners. What are some of your favorite things about growing up in Ohio? Um, I think the fact that you also are from the Midwest was like one of the most, um, I just heard my thigh come off of the bottom of this chair. So not sure what that sounded like on the other side of the line, but uh, good for me. Um, I love just like basically the, I, I think the space is really what it comes down to. And I know that Columbus and Toledo, some of the bigger cities are just a little bit more compact. But even they feel like they have this breathability that maybe uh, L.A., Nashville, New York, some of the places I've gotten to make music in don't have. So I miss farm life, too. You know, I miss that um, getting up early to take care of your forage project, um, getting up early to help the other kids take care of their forage projects once, you know, you're 18. So I, I do miss like the agricultural aspect, which I am sure is in. Tennessee big time I just haven't delved into it as far as my hometown yeah no I love it so what kind of music was playing growing up I know for me people are always like how did you end up being in country music because I grew up listening to Prince Stevie Nicks and like well I guess the Eagles is like a good kind of halfway yeah with Vince Gill now in there but what kind of music were your parents listening to well um what's funny about me and this always shocks people and I feel like they can't really like uh I they don't want to believe me maybe that's it and then they'll you know I'm really big on and um would love to have you sometime but I'm really big about having people like back to our farm and you know it's just like real familial and my grandparents like cook for everybody and it's a whole thing and a bunch of our family's farm they're all connected you know so it's like such this fun like things right around the uh gators I guess it is now it used to be four wheelers to all the different um like my grandma's house my aunt and uncle's house um and so I only listened to country and then we went through kind of a uh, contemporary Christian phase as I was younger just my parents were pretty strict and they would argue that that's not so but I would say they got less strict they kind of grew up with us which I've always appreciated about my parents but yeah, I mean, it was 90s country and older. So um, when people like a lot of these younger girls come here and we're writing together and I ask, you know, sort of what they're looking for and them not being able to tap into any of the influences or the building blocks of country music, I always feel like maybe that's my mission is sort of to be like, okay, 
listen, you have to go home and listen to Loretta Lynn. Otherwise, none of this is going to make sense. <laughs> I love it. My dad always made always made so much fun of my sister and I because you'd walk down our hallway that had all of our bedrooms and my sister would be listening to Screamo and I would be listening to Ruth McIntyre. Right. Well, I went through a Screamo phase. Um, this is a conversation for another time, but there is like actually a lot of uh pretty notable musicians and artists that came from the area I grew up in and everybody's kind of starting to talk about it and like what made it so and I think it's really just the cornfields we had not a lot else to do but um I was in and participated in different screamo bands and then they would come around and play for me at the county fairs so I definitely have some experience in that I love my chemical romance I can remember the first time seeing them thinking it was so weird and thinking like what if that what if we applied the things that country music did to the way they were handling their careers and Tyler Smith my producer who you know he is known for now I guess producing um, Skrillex falling in reverse all of those guys and one of the things he's also wondered is why we don't go out and tour the way they do why do we wait on the label to do things. And I think one, it's because our radio works very different, um, but we're starting to find out now what they've known for a long time. And perhaps our entry was through TikTok and social media that the rules can be broken. Um, and eventually I think we're going to see things headed towards more of a fan based focus rather than what the labels pick out for us. And I may be wrong, but that's my suspicion. No, I feel that. So when did you decide that you wanted to kind of obviously keep this farm life close to you, but branch out and do music? When did that all kind of start? Um, I don't know. I feel like music was sort of like a slow burn. Um, <laughs> like it just kept catching me. And, um, you know, I was in a duo um, Hastings and Co. for a while had a blast was in a band before that and I think I was just kind of too scared to jump all in and so those were really my uh, those kind of exercised my ability to get to be in a band and chase the stuff around here lightly but ultimately get to write with great people and um, I just I I don't know if I ever went all in I'm for as much as I said I did and maybe I maybe at the time I really thought I was but um I can I'm very A&R minded I'm sure a lot of people say that but I really think about like the whole picture the 360 what's it gonna look like how's that gonna look like once it gets to a CMA award stage what's that gonna look like in an arena and I just could never see that for some of the things I was doing but um I really do think there's a place maybe for a girl to come along and really just express that being their background and being unashamed of it like you know I uh, picked my horse stalls and flip-flops and crocs and um is that okay with you I'm gonna go ahead and do it on this stage as well thank you but I think there's a way for both and I miss the days of like the redneck woman with with um Gretchen Wilson and I'm sure a lot of people do so I guess that may be um as close to like what I where I want to be yeah. doing this and that to me keeps like the agricultural side and the way I was raised close but also allows me to do music and the storytelling that I've become you know pretty infatuated with 
I love it. I mean, so does that mean you're going to wear just Carhartt on stage? Yeah, probably. I love Carhartt. I love that they have been so good to me. I love uh, Crocs. I think it's hilarious. I've also seen this disconnect. Uh, I've said this a million times where we were playing a lot of country festivals and there's a disconnect between maybe the women on the stage and then the women attending the show. And you see these guys where it's like they're in their t-shirts and they're living their best life shotgunning beers. And um, then there's women like all blacked out and they're in like just um, over the top what I would consider like where I came from, like express outfits. I'm sure there's a nicer brand than express. Not sure. But like express high heels, you know, they're ready to go to their business casual meeting. And then you have all these people in like their American flag onesies ready to party they've got beer spilled all over them and it's something i see that the men in country music are doing right but maybe there's still some room for the women to connect with because getting off of stage and here I, I mean i've heard it over and over again like you were the only person that felt like we could party with and it's like dang okay what does that mean and you know that's intel that's just information you've got to use and i was like if i do this artist thing and I really go for it, then I'm going to like do it exactly as I would have as a fan. So that's kind of where I'm at. I love that. You have also done such a beautiful job of fostering community in Nashville. Can you chat with me a little bit about that? Well, I didn't know anything about community in Nashville in the beginning. Um, I was coming back and forth here when I was really young. And so the people that I were work, was working with were significantly older. And I realized like, dang, I was kind of lonely. And so, um, you know, there was this uh, moment in my life that kind of changed everything. And I didn't know if I would come back here to do music, um, if I was going to stay home, what the right move was going to be. But I knew if I went back, my focus was going to be on um, building community and building other people in the music industry up and I also went through a phase you know I quit drinking where I kind of let the demons take over I feel like because this is a hard town to be in like you know you can judge every angle of yourself you don't need any help (laughs) and so I kind of let that win and I just became someone I wasn't proud of and so I just kind of I've always heard you know if you're giving it's really hard to be selfish and it's really hard to like be self-focused and centered just self-centered so I just started giving and uh, meet music row was the beginning of that which is the auction that we do where we offer 30 minute meetings you know with uh, industry professionals every year and then we donate all of it to second harvest but I also think there's probably a lot of people that felt the same way I did where it's just like dang, I wish I'd meet a couple of people that would just take me under their wings and, you know, teach me what to do. And, and not everybody's going to click. In my world, they do. But, um, you know, just at least getting that started, introducing people, I'm very passionate about that. And I think if you show up for people, they'll show up for you. And that's half the battle in Nashville. Yeah, I love that. So when you announced the new song, you said something very profound in your caption that I love. Terrifying. You said that this year was about becoming honest and not being afraid of who I am. I love that. And I feel like Thank you. as I'm going to age myself, a woman in, who just turned 30, I feel like 
the country music I love that I was so enthralled with when I was little that seemed so mature, I feel like we're missing that again. Is that kind of what you're aiming at? Just being able to be yourself in music and kind of offer that up to that our generation of women that I guess grew up listening to real, real shit. <laughs> yes. And I see this movement happening in pop. It's always happened in pop, right? Where um, there aren't these like regulations that um, as far as the art goes now, I've heard some very nasty things said to from executive, you know, producers, executive businessmen, whatever you call them, whatever their title was to pop people. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. It's a controversial time to bring her up. And so I don't really know if it matters. Like, I, I don't know if this will condemn me or not. But one thing I really loved about Lizzo in the beginning was the fact that, um, you know, it, it was somewhat about body image, but it also wasn't. Those songs were just so fun. They made you feel good. I felt like a woman. I felt like the way I did listening to the first uh Shania Twain stuff um and I I like I love Priscilla for bringing forward the body positive movement but like also there's like a whole other movement where it's like you know it's okay to just be weird I say things that are just ridiculous I've often been told to do stand-up I would I don't have thick enough skin for that um but like I think about big and rich I think about you know, some of the guys, um, Conway Twitty, some of the outfits that were being worn and uh, the nudie suit and the stuff that Manuel, uh, you know, historically designed for these country artists. And now, you know, we're afraid to wear anything crazy. And I can remember Josh Veal asking one time when I told him like some of my views on what I thought the red carpet should be. He's like, you know, you're going to get worse dressed if you like get that far and I was like well I hope so because at least then you're like making a noise that it's just okay to be okay you can be whatever you want so yeah moving forward I think the brunch drunk album was the very beginning of me really pushing for what I wanted I could remember telling my manager stone like this is what it's gonna look like it's gonna be brunch drunk but on a horse and they were all kind of like okay um I said, well, I don't think that brunch drunk is inherently a country topic. So let's bring it, uh, even though you know that everybody in every rural town is having brunch, like when you hear it, does it hit you as a country topic? I'm not sure. So I wanted to make sure and tip the scale that direction. And uh, my great friend, Allie Colleen was like, yeah, come on over. You know, you can hop on Jack and we'll, uh, the horse, you know, not the drink. And um, we will... <laughs> we will make it happen and so I just uh in my head saw it as just this giant barn party where um growing up showing horses people would get drunk ride the horses you know have parties and the horses were just kind of like okay so I just wanted to do something different and even in changing my profile picture and stuff it's like I let the horse lead I don't really care what anybody tells me about it should be your picture and people, people will recognize me. Like eventually I'm like, I'm not too worried if this horse wants to have his head in the shot. He was an absolute star. He deserves it. <laughs> so yeah, brave is the key. Uh, and fearless, like fearless, like, uh, I don't even know really what it would be, but just a, a fearless ability to like 
be yourself, like just 100% latch on to who you are and then maybe cartoon it. I, I've admired uh, Big Loud for their ability to take an artist and find the like quirks about them and then just exploit it. And I mean, exploit in the most beautiful way, you know, they're like, this is what this person is. Here's a caricature version of them. And I think in the role of scrolling and the time of scrolling, like memorable is, you know, to me, like lucrative. Yeah, I love it. So moving forward, what can we expect from you? Obviously, it's going to be crazy things with animals, um, but I love I, animals. I know me too. <laughs> I'm just super excited about, you know, what's coming next for you, you know, how songwriting going, what can we expect from you in the next couple of months? Next couple of months, um, hopefully we're going to have a couple more singles out. The problem with me, and it's something that um, Anthony Stone, who has taken over the project, has just in such a beautiful way, um, like really pushed me out of my comfort zone in the fact of like things don't have to be perfect because for as much of a show as I am, you know, I see how I self-edited there. Um, I am a perfectionist. I have like little shelves in my brain. They need to be checked. And, um, it's like, okay for everybody else to fly by the seat of their pants. And that's, the type of person in life I'm most attracted to. However, in my life, there's just so many more rules. I feel, uh, I hate self-promotion. I feel embarrassed that we all have to be like, hey, pre-save my new single. Like, I don't know. It just feels so scummy to me, even though that's just the way of the world. So I hope what you can see is like songs that I have gravitated towards that I was told by my team were you know close enough in the vein and that you're gonna see more music rather than this like once a year thing where I basically come to blows with my demons on is this good enough is this whatever because even if people think like brunch drunk yeah that's kitschy it's this like I think about how every word of that song supports the hook and I'm very big on thesis writing like I feel like that's one of those funny songs that just happen to like be built really well so I hope you see more of those I think you're gonna see some serious sides because not everything is funny but um to go back to Lizzo for just a second one of the things she said and I'm paraphrasing is something about like why isn't it enough or why why can't women just make albums with fun songs like why can't music just be fun? And really like, I'm going to really chase that idea. And if I'm not going through a breakup, like it's okay. There's still plenty of things to write about. Like I don't have to be miserable and unhappy to make really, really um, powerful and lasting music. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News Podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. 
You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.